from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. We're going to talk about you right in front of you. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today, and uh, Jade and I have both spent the morning uh, working on uh, what a whole bunch of you are working on, because we're working <laughs> on it to try to help you. Uh, a bunch of you are up against it. That's right. The um, you, you, you were on the phone talking with Newsweek this morning about student loans. Yeah, the, the interest has started, is right? Is Newsweek saying anything intelligent? You know, they. I think they start to see that the... The IDR, these payment plans are not all that they seem to be. And so they wanted to know, is this really the best path forward? Mm, mm. And of course, you know, I told them the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Real plainly so that oh, even yeah. they could understand it. Oh, yeah. They That's understood good. it. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> and then we spent uh, working with our content team, working out the talk that Jade and Rachel and I will be doing on September the 12th, the student loan live stream, how we got here and what to do about it. It's a completely free live stream. Did I mention it's free? Shut up. It's free. Sign up for it. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash student loans. But we're talking about what are some of the solutions since we're yes. Ramsey Solutions? And we know that here's what we do know. We know that a whole bunch of folks are scared mm-hmm. and angry. Yeah, and rightfully so. Uh-huh. They were lied to. Mm-hmm. Shocking. Your government didn't tell you the truth. <laughs> Who knew? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and they're confused. And confused. Yeah, because we found, you know, we're talking about this yesterday, I guess it was, or you and I maybe earlier in the week, that um, one quarter of the 40 million. That's 16 million people uh, that have a student loan. Their processor changed. Their yes. servicer changed during the three-year period of time. So they don't even know where to pay their payments. So you're getting mm-hmm. ready to be behind and don't even know why. And uh, I was just meeting with our friends at Y-Refi. We were having lunch together, and they were teaching me something about the private student loan side. Yes. And the private student loans, I did not realize this, are almost all variable interest rates. Yes. So guess what? You got a problem, too. Your interest rate's been uh-huh. soaring. It's been going up. Been interest rate going jack, 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 jack. Mm-hmm. While if you got pro- federal student loans, they're getting ready to go smack, 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 smack That's in the right. face. So, you, you know, you got to deal with this stuff. Now, why refi can help you do that, of course, with a refinance and reset the whole thing, and that's a whole different story. But that's one of the solutions. Yes, you know? that's right. That's why we put, you know, we're real careful about who we put on as an advertiser with, like, mm-hmm. our voice on it and stuff because – Man, you guys trust us, and we don't want to screw that trust thing That's up. That's right. So anyway, check those guys out, but be sure and sign up for this live stream. Whether you got private, whether you got public student loans, we're going to talk about – I get it. But let me just tell you, spoiler alert, no easy way out. Nope. You made a big freaking mess. You're going to get you a shovel, and you're going to have some calluses when you're done with your shovel. And here's the thing. Even if you don't have student loans, you know somebody that has student loans, and they need this live stream, and, and you scared. need to share it with them. They're scared. Yeah. They're mad. Yeah. You can you can they're really confused. step in and help them. Yeah. I mean, the sad ones are the ones that are still wait, going to wait around on the government to fix it. Well, let me tell you about what or, I heard recently, Dave, oh, what no. they're telling oh, you. You're going to make me mad. You're, I'm about to make you real mad. So don't, the, don't the latest mad. thing Early is- Early in the show, you're going to make me mad. The latest thing is they're calling it a 12-month on-ramp where you don't have to make payments for 12 months starting today. And the interest will accrue. Of course. 
but we won't tell the credit companies that you're defaulted. Oh, they're going to show them as current. In other words, we're going to lie. Yeah. So your FICO score is getting lied to to help you with your little FICO score. Meanwhile, uh-huh. you are getting sucker punched again. Because your debt's going up again. And here's, here's again. So let me just tell you. Let me help you with this. Banks are not your friend. No. Hello. You don't need to, you don't need me to figure this out. And these student loan servicers have one goal: keep you in debt as long as they can because they are blood sucking freaking parasites. Look, They're a tick on your butt. They want You've your payment. You've got to do something with it. They want your payment. They don't want your peace. Period. Ooh, that's that's almost like a jade line it, there. Let's keep it. Let's, let's just keep go that. With that. They but want you know, your payment. They don't want your peace. People forget. We student want loans your peace. Is, we don't want your payment. That's right. We're the opposite. We're the opposite. Y'all got to remember student loans. This is big business. Okay. What these payment plans, they're products intended to make money off of you. Don't forget it. Yeah. If you watch Borrowed Future, the documentary that was award winning that we did, one of the things on there is a Navient employee. Yeah. Uh, of course, all blacked out because they didn't want to hit send the hit squad after her. But she, she relays how they were taught to mess up the phone call to aggravate the borrower mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that the borrower would just hang up and never make payments, continue yeah. to accrue late charges, continue to accrue interest. Yeah. It was an, an intentional incompetence. Yes. And if that don't piss you off bad enough to get your act together and pay these people off, I'm telling you, you know, one of the things has to happen to get out of debt. You got to yeah. get mad. You got to get so mad, Dave. You had two hundred sixty-five thousand. Yes. And you and you and Sam got mad. We two hundred eighty thousand, and I'm I sorry. got pissed. I'm sorry. Yeah. I got pissed off because I'm like, you're the, getting hammered. You're getting hammered, and there's it's the disillusionment, right? You, you come out of college, you're like, I did everything right. I got my degree. I did, and then you got these loans, and it's like, oh wait, you didn't understand compound interest. You didn't understand what happens when you put the loan in forbearance. You didn't understand, you, didn't understand you know. You understand the loan had to be paid back. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> it's not I a mean, loan. It's not a grant. I told somebody the other day, I said, we had five big old loans. A lot of them were private loans with a variable interest rate. And the payments combined were $2,000 a month. I don't know how. A month. That's just, that takes my breath away. Yeah. Well, you know, we got folk out there right now in that exact same situation and we can show them some help. That's right. Yeah. Student loan live stream, student loan debt in America, how we got here and how to get out. Yeah. And that's uh, RamseySolutions.com slash student loans mm-hmm. to sign up for free. Doesn't cost a thing. Rachel Cruz and Jade will be there. I'll be there just to, I, I'm kind of there just to piss you off and then they're going to teach you. So, <laughs> but it's kind of, well, it's my, it's my spiritual That's gift. right. That's right. You, know, you got to, got to function in your gifts. <laughs> so uh, yeah, student loan live stream, RamseySolutions.com. Whether you got private, whether you got public, we're going to give you some ideas and some things to do, mm-hmm. um, you know, cause we're learning more and more and more about the, how dark the private side is. Like you were just talking oh, about yeah. the, with, from the guys at Y refi. Why refi? That's one of our advertisers on here. And again, uh, they're, they're really what they are. In, in this case, this type of advertiser is a partner. That's great. These are people that we say, hey, you need some help? These guys can help. He was telling me about a guy at lunch, $15,000 in debt, mm-hmm. hadn't paid on it for a bazillion years, irresponsible, of course, mm-hmm. runs up to 145000 I know about that. Uh-huh. You did? I know about that. All right, what was yours? Ours started at, let's see, we had one that started at, uh, let me go, because we have five of them. So one started at 7000 By the time I started paying it, it was $9,000. Well, we had hard. one that was ninety-one to 128000 Okay, yeah. And you didn't let it go this. that long. This guy let it go a long time. Yeah. But anyway, they were able to do a refinance with that guy. Wow. 
and get it weighed, get his payment from like two thousand down to six hundred. See, it was this crazy. is what we need. You know, that's that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. The, see, actual solutions, not vague, fake promises from vague, fake people mm-hmm. in Washington D.C. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. This is the Ramsey Show. You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years. And I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, shutters, and motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And their team is always ready to help with everything from design consultation to measuring and installation. Plus, there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees. Everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee, and shipping is always free. See why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Visit Blinds.com to save up to 40% off everything site-wide. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Alyssa is with us in Los Angeles. Hi, Alyssa. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? (laughs) Um, I was calling. I wanted to ask to see if you have any advice um, or a plan of attack to avoid student loans as I go into law school. You've been accepted? Uh, no, I, right now I am pursuing my bachelor's in political science, but I do want to be able to save as much as possible before I do pursue law school. Mm -hmm. Um, I did get accepted into a university for political science. Good. Okay. All right. What year are you in school? Uh, it's going to be around my first or second year. I do have some community college credits that I do plan to transfer. So hopefully. Okay. So you're, you're just coming out of high school heading that way. Good. Good for you. Uh, a little bit post high school. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, here's what's interesting. I have hired um, more lawyers than I want to count over the 30 years of doing business, and I've yet to ask one where they graduated from. Got it. So there are a few times uh, being a Harvard att- uh, attorney of law with studied Harvard Law or Yale will matter, but. Uh, only about one or two percent of the transactions in the world care. So most attorneys make their living on people that don't care where you graduated from. Mm-hmm. Very few care about the famous schools, right? That's so true. So, and, and you know, the reason I, one reason I bring that up is price. So where you get your law degree, how you get it, for that matter, doesn't matter as much as that you actually learn the law. Right, exactly. That's so good. And so the currency here is knowledge. The currency is not the the, the famous school. Uh, So I'm going to go at law school like that to start with because law school is not unlike undergraduate work. And the number one reason for student loan debt is college choice, meaning you chose one you couldn't afford. And so I, you know, uh, I, I don't know what that is in your situation in, in California. Uh, I don't know how you study law there, where the, quote, cheap law school is, unquote. Mm-hmm. But I just what I, first thing I want to do is encourage you to not be afraid of that, that it will stint your career or something, because it just really won't. 
That's true. My brother's a lawyer and he went here locally in Nashville. I think it's called Nashville School of Law. Yep. He's yep. a lawyer. He went on to be a common judge. That's a night school. Yeah. And he went to night school. I did not know that. Yeah. That's a famous law school, I know. by the way. There's a lot of big time people went to that night school, got their law degree, went on into politics, mm-hmm. went into like that thing. There's it's it's weird and it's very inexpensive. It's very inexpensive and it did not stunt his career at all. As a matter of fact, he has gone on to do what? Like I said, he's a judge in Williamson County now, so it's it's great. I didn't know we. Had, I, I didn't know I had a judge in Williamson County that I could call. All right. Now, now you do. got one. Jo- now no, you got one, If Dave. I need a judge, now I know where I got one. Okay. That's right. Not that he would necessarily do anything. But yeah, that's what I would tell you to do. I, I would tell you to do something like that, number one. Number two, uh, I want you to start studying and thinking about it. Number three, uh, you could consider uh, things like a military service option mm-hmm. and serve in the JAG Corps for a while when you come out uh, and, and free law degree. Uh, they pay for it. Uh, you could, uh, you know, the uh, um, National Guard has a ten, a twenty thousand dollar stipend mm-hmm. that they will pay if you join the National Guard for any, any degree field. You know, that's a really good um, gauge to see how interested you are because those military programs, both for law and medical, are great on ramps to see, like, okay how can I do this for the most cost-effective way? And if it's like, oh, I don't, I want to do it, but I don't want to do it like that. I don't want to be trapped for four years. Well, try, try borrowing $250,000. You're going to be trapped for 10 oh, yeah, years. In a different kind of way. Yeah. There's a different kind of trap. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, I, you know, the, the, uh, you guys that are wanting to study to be pilots, the army air national guard or That's the air right. national guard rather. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, this is how you get, you, you don't spend 200, $150,000 to become a pilot and make $35,000 a year your first year flying puddle jumpers. That's right. Which is what happens. No, you go join the stinking service mm-hmm. and they pay for it. That's mm-hmm. the deal. So I, something along those lines, Alyssa, because the first thing you've got to do with the debt equation where everyone's doing debt is you have to take it off the table and say, not an option. Now, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Not going is an option, but not bar- but borrowing is not an option. Now, what do I do? How do I figure this out? How do I how do I finagle? How do I find scholarships that are scholarships are unusual for law school, but they can be found. How do I find fellowships? They're unusual, but they can be found. And of course, if you don't know what a fellowship is in this case, a PhD program, med program, law school program, you, you end up being a proctor. You end up mm-hmm. working as a grad student. Uh, you work for the university. They pay you fifteen twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a year, but your tuition's free. That's right. That's And you know, and you work your tail way. end off. Well, I don't know if I want. Yeah, well, you're going to work your tail end off at some point, either mm-hmm. paying back the 250000 debt or doing something like this. So just decide when choose it is your you're going to work your tail end off. Yep, you got to choose your hard. Pay, yeah, choose your heart. Pay, you're going to pay a price to win, baby. That's the plan. So that's what I would tell you to do. Just keep scratching around the areas like that. Where you go to school, consider something like Nashville Law. That's a night school approach, that kind of a thing. Uh, fellowships, if you can find them. Scholarships, if you can find them. Military service, if you can find them. None of these sound overly pleasant, but neither does $250,000 in student loan debt. Because you're going to wake up one day, like all these folks are waking up right now with October 1 barreling yep. down on them, and they're going to be going, Oh, crap. You're going to have that old crap moment. I just, the older version of me is really pissed at the younger version of me. (laughs) And you want to go out and be a lawyer and just practice law. You don't want to have to do it because of X, Y, Z, right? Wouldn't it be nice to just work? You choose a different place to work. Yes. Because you don't have to work over with those twerps. That's right. That pay more. That's right. You work because you want to work. You work at the place you want to work at. 
Chris is in Ohio. Hi, Chris. What's up? Hey, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. How can I help? Hey, I had a quick question. Uh, I've heard you talk a lot about retirement and different retirement accounts, um, but I've never heard you address pensions. So uh, I'm a fireman, and we are in a pension system that I essentially, at 25 years and the age of 52, you can retire with a 60% of your top five years. Great. Um, And it's not optional. It's mandatory. You get one and a half percent. That's why I don't address it. You don't have a choice. If you're going to be a fireman, you're going to do that. So what's your question? (laughs) My my question is I contribute also to a uh, 457. Sure. And that's a Roth option. Should I be doing something other than that? Yeah. I mean, look, the pension is going to take care of you. Maybe. Sort of. 60% of you. Mm -hmm. Right. Assuming they don't screw up the pension and mess it up, which most of the time they don't, but there's some of them get really sideways. So I'm not going to count on someone else to take care of me. I want a big old pile of money over here to take care of me, and I want to take care of mine. A godly man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. I I, I want to change my family tree. And so your 457, your 401k, your Roth I with your matches, the compound interest and good mutual funds there, that's all about piling up cash to help others. Maybe not just to make sure you eat. I think you're going to eat because of your service to oh, the community, yeah. and I think that's great. Okay. But, I mean. Well, well thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, re- retire with $5 million instead of nothing. Well, it used to be, in some cases, your pension could die with you. It does. What is? Do you think that that's still. Oh, it does there for sure. Oh, Definitely. Yeah. Well, that's enough. That right there is enough reason right. to it, make sure. Say, his pension is for him. Yeah. But you've got, you know, spouse. You've yeah. got kids, you've got grandkids, you've got the community I want to impact, mm-hmm. and turns out starving kids in the community, hungry babies in the community, they get fed by people that have money, yeah, not broke people. That's very and so good. go get you some money so you can be of good in this mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what, being generous. And that's, mm-hmm. so this is all about how to build wealth in addition to taking care of me. Mm-hmm. Pension, take care of you. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. I mean, 60% is okay. It's not like you're going to be living high on the hog or something. Right. But No, I'd want more money. I, <laughs> you would. Yeah, I'll take more, Alex. Definitely. <laughs> more, more for Jade, Alex. More for Jade. Oh, me. Me, 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 me. This is The Ramsey Show. Most break-ins happen when your home is the most vulnerable in the middle of the day when no one is home. So I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They're the best at what they do, protecting your whole home. Their award-winning system is backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, half the cost of traditional home security. And my listeners get 20% off their system when they sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring at simplysafedirect.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Our question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Neighborly has local service providers to repair, maintain, and improve your home. Their network of experts offers top quality work and customer service by trained, reliable service providers. These are good people. Uh, Find the help you need at Neighborly.com today. All right. Today's question comes from Thomas in Colorado. He says, I'm struggling to know how much we actually need 
to retire. I'm 54 and currently have 1.4 million in a 401k, which sounds like a lot to me, but I don't actually know how fast we'll burn through that. What's the best way to know how much I'll actually need? So uh, I'm thinking about your, uh, the goal, you don't want to burn through your nest egg, right? You want to have it invested in such a way that you're able to live off of the interest and not really touch the nest egg is what I would say. Um, so that would be my first thought is I would use a calculator and kind of run this back and go, okay, what is, what's the income that I think I'm going to need and get that number. And then, okay, what does the draw off of my interest need to be? What does my nest egg need to be so that my draw can equal that? So I'm kind of reverse engineering it in that way. Um, and then there's also the part of this, you know, you're 54. I'm thinking, okay, you've got 1.4 million now there's a good chance that in seven years it could double and that ain't bad. Yeah. If you've got it invested at 10% or better, it doubles every seven years. Yeah. 10% or better. Yep. And so at 61, if you're invested in good mutual funds, you're going to have uh, 2.8 mm-hmm. and at 68, you know, you're, yeah. you're going to have five and a half million dollars. Now so, there is inflation to play into I'm not, that. No, I'm just talking about, I'm not talking about inflation. Just inflation actual adjusted. Dollars. I'm just saying that if you're, if you're making 10%, it doubles every seven years. A lump sum does. Mm-hmm. That's if you're adding nothing to it. Okay. So at 68, that's what you would have if you don't touch this. Now, if you got to retirement and all you had was 1.4 million, mm-hmm. then the way you, how would you calculate if that's enough? Just like Jade said, there's a couple of factors. There's inflation uh, that you want to stay away from, and you need to look at your rate of return. So if you're invested in good growth stock mutual funds that are averaging what the stock market has averaged, the stock market has averaged 11.8% since it began, the standard and poor. Okay? So it, let's just pretend you're making 11%. We'll, cut, we'll round down for the people that go bananas when I start talking about this <laughs> stuff. All right? So we're going to round down. You're making 11%. All right? If you left three in there that would so that it would grow a little bit to cover mm-hmm. some inflation mm-hmm. and pulled off eight, mm-hmm. uh, that means you'd be living on $90,000 a year. 8% of 1.4, right? With no debt? Yeah. And so can you do that? That's the question. And if you can do that in today's dollars, you can do that in tomorrow's dollars because if you leave this alone because it will have grown that much more. That's right. All right. And so if you did that, the account is growing by 3% a year if it averages an 11% rate of return. Also a good point. So you're right? still getting more so it money. it never burns up. It mm-hmm. runs in perpetuation. Mm-hmm. It's a perpetual motion machine. And this is another good time to bring in why we think it's and teach that it's so important to be debt free with a paid for home at retirement because you don't, you don't have any bills, live. you don't need as much money to live on. Yeah. And then that keeps you from doing this. But let's say you start stepping on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you step on the principal $100,000 a year. Well, you'll, you still gotta, be, you'll still you gotta, be all right. You got a 14 year burn rate. Mm-hmm. So from when are we going to start that? At 70, that takes you to 84. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to run out of money mm-hmm. if you just if you look at your burn rate on your principal as yeah. well so you're going to be fine you've done a great job now the trick is what i would suggest is we keep earning and a living and leave this money alone and let's let it double a couple more times before we start uh then then you can pull off you know two hundred thousand dollars a year that's right I mean, you're sitting on five million instead of one million it's a whole different equation dude mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and so and again good growth stock mutual funds we suggest uh, I split my personal 401k, Jade does too, uh, among four types, growth, growth and income, aggressive growth and international. And over the last 30 years, my little portfolio of that has averaged over 12, most years over 13%. Wow, Dave, that's and, great. 
But I mean, it's, it's not really hard to beat the S and P. The S and P is the average of the market. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what that's do you want to be? I always kind of want to be above average. Hello, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's you know, try to beat it a little bit. But you you know, you stay in that north of ten, mm-hmm. and you draw in that seven or eight range. Mm-hmm. You're going to bump up and cover inflation as you go along. Now, uh, you know, some of the wonky. Uh, certified financial Pharisees types, you know, they go bananas on that calculation. But here's the thing that I try to get people to remember is when we've done studies of people that win with retirement, none of them won with retirement because of some nuanced understanding of 12B1 fees Mm -hmm. or some discussion about 11.8 versus Mm 12.3 or 10.2. None of that caused them to retire well. What caused them to retire well is they actually put money in the freaking 401k (laughs) there's a high correlation between people that have money and people that save money why is this hard that's so good it's not a bunch of freaking theory you've got to do it and oh my god you nerds drive me bananas (laughs) but so yeah just it's good to be thoughtful about things but at some time sometimes you just got to do something you know, just run up and knock the crap out of something. Well, what if you're a person that's like, Dave, I just I just invest in my, you know, my index funds. That's fine. I, I don't want to get into all this stuff. I just want to do my index that, funds. That's fine. You're just average. <laughs> you're just average. Average, average return. You're, you're a C student. <laughs> not a C student. Well, that's what average is, isn't it? Yeah, you're not you're failing, right. but nobody's looking at your you're shining eyes. You're a lot eyes. of money on the table. Yeah, you left some money out there. That's okay. I just want to beat it just because it's a game, you know? I don't care. And by the way, none of that is what's making me wealthy. What's mm-hmm. making me wealthy is the fact I'm actually investing. <laughs> you actually put money in. Over yeah, the, time, over the long haul. Yeah, it's just, a habit. The, you know, we study these millionaires. We go, okay, did, you know... Was it the rate of return that made you a millionaire? No. That's what, what made you a millionaire? Every month I put money in for 27 years, and now I got $2.8 million. Ooh, so Every boring. Month. They're, they're just a tortoise. It's just like one step, ugly tortoise, <laughs> ugly tortoise, ugly tortoise. We need to print up tortoise T-shirts. You can wear that one, Dave. <laughs> I can't. I'm on the air with my wife, slamming my fashion choices here. You don't a like my tortoise t-shirt. t-shirts. I'll let you wear it, and then we'll point to we'll just point to it on just you. Just point to the tortoise, <laughs> the, the little pudgy tortoise that no. could. Now you said that part, not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> Open phones at triple eight eight two five five two two five. Jennifer's in Philadelphia. Hi, Jennifer. What's up? Hi, Dave. Hi, Jane. How are you? Better than we deserve. How can we help? Mm-hmm. Um, so my question is, should I pay my daughter's car off that I'm a co-signer on? Oh, I have, um, I know this is bad. Okay. How old is she? She's 25. Okay. Is she paying the bill? Okay. No, she's paying it, but it's late every month. So you're getting dinged every month. Every month. Now, the good thing is my husband and I are consumer debt free as of August 1st. What's the, what's the balance on this disaster? Um, under three thousand. Pay it off. Mm-hmm. Instantly. <laughs> Write a check today and pay it off. It's causing you more heartache than it is three thousand dollars. And I can tell you got a little money, don't you, Jennifer? Uh yeah, we've got a uh, emergency fund. We've got a savings account. We're investing. Yep. Yeah, good. Pay it off, and 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 just set her free. Okay. Here's what you tell. You don't her. tell her she owes us. The money. No, 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 no. 
Thanksgiving dinner tastes different when you eat with your master. Don't do that. No, I, I just let her go. It's just $3,000. What I would tell her is, listen, you made a huge mistake borrowing on a car, and I made a huge mistake helping you. Mm-hmm. Both of us were stupid. Please don't be stupid again, because I promise you I won't be. That's such a good point. This is a teaching. This is a teaching moment, and it's good for her to see that you learned a lesson, too, that you'll never do again. And now she can learn a lesson, too, that she'll never do But you again. need to have a real clear message. Don't become knocking on the door for one of these again. It ain't happening again. No, it will, won't. But yeah. so here's the other thing. is She owes me 11000 So this is an ongoing pattern between uh-huh. you two. So it, it was. But I have recently broken. I've, she's now had What does she make? Uh, like $17 an hour. Let her go. Let her go. God's sakes. Don't loan go. family members money. And don't loan people money that you love. Unless you want them to hate you, don't loan them money. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host. Kyle's in Tampa, Florida. Hey, Kyle, what's up? Hey, Dave. Hey, Jade. Thanks so much for taking my call. Sure. How can we help? Hey, so... I recently went through a divorce and trying to decide whether it's time to sell my house as I face this next chapter in my life. I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks. Um, How long were you married? Make, uh, Ten years. Okay. Yeah, and, and you got uh, the house and the divorce. Yeah, so so I make sixty one thousand a year. I'm on baby step two with a debt of thirty four thousand dollars, and um, that's all a result of the separation. So it's IRS debt. Uh, from a mistake a couple years back, uh, credit card, personal loan. And yeah, so as part of the settlement, um, I got to, to keep the house, but I have to pay my ex out $47,000 flat within 18 months. So basically I've kind of got like a two year, I guess you call it a moratorium, just kind of a freeze on it. Mm-hmm. And I got reimbursed for the time that uh, she wasn't in the home. So today the house is worth about 290. We owe um, about 135. So I'm, I've been running some scenarios, just some different budgets, and I and I think if I were to sell it today, you know, uh, rather than in two two years and in, in, in eighteen months, if I were to sell it, I could pay off all the consumer debt, the the thirty four thousand. I could pay her the forty seven thousand and have a fully funded emergency fund of six months, and still have twenty to thirty thousand dollars to start on a future down payment. It would just mean that I'm renting for a season, and so. You know, it feels like a one step backwards to take three steps forward. And I'm just kind of asking them, I'm on the right track thinking that way. I just, I just don't know that I can afford it anymore. I can, I can afford the mortgage payment, but I'm not going to be able to afford it by the time I have to pay her out. And I think just slow dripping the debt, I'm on a tight budget as it is. And while being able to afford air travel, because we have two kids and it's a long distance agreement that involves flights. And so it's a, I'm just wondering if the reset button's the way to go, you know? Well, you've got to give her the 47000 no matter what in two years. So it's not like you have That's the cool. option not to. You can right. refinance. And just get, the, right. and, get hers and out. The re- <clears throat> yeah, to refinance would be tough. I mean, I'm in, in my, my rates at, you know, 3.8 to refinance would basically double Ooh. that and i'm not suggesting that probably, i'm just saying that's the only other option yeah. other than sell because you, you can't listen, cash flow we the 47 to jade's point mm-hmm. right and we were normal and broke and we got into a 30-year loan anyway i'm not even in a 15 year so i'm like ah, can i actually afford it anyway i'm, I'm wondering yeah. should 
you know, by, by renting, it, it certainly I, I, it feels I, like... There's a, a lot of reasons to sell the house. Is there any reason to keep it? Not really. To be honest, I, I, I dream about the peace and maybe the emotional break from it. Mm. You know, like, what would that look like? You know, it's just that you got voices in your life, your real estate agent and everyone in between yeah. saying, oh, you can't sell the house, you can't, you know, and it's going, yeah, what? but I know the numbers, guys. You know, What about kids? Are there... They're, they're out of town. He's having to travel. So yeah. there's no, but I I'm guess I'm saying they, they don't have an attachment to the house that you're feeling like, oh, I got to keep this stable for them. Not not really. I, I did in the short term because, you know, um, basically, you know, it's, it's holidays and summer, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've got them about 35% of the year and it's, it's, you know, the flying back and forth. And so. They're not really emotionally attached to it necessarily, but well, whatever they were um, ha- left when their mother took them to another state. True that. So. I, I, yeah. I'm of the mind that it seems it seems like there's more reasons to sell it, and then maybe you're renting for a while as you're stacking up money and yeah. just having a fresh start, fresh slate. You're clear of the debt, uh, which, by the way, how much IRS debt was it? Because I want to get that out of there as quickly as possible. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a eight thousand dollars. Yeah. Of, of that 34 is IRS. Mm-hmm. I'm putting the house on the market this week, brother. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I do it. Yeah. Imme- I do it immediately. Don't, don't get any closer to Thanksgiving and Christmas. Let's yeah. get it on the market and get it sold this fall. And, um, um, you know, I predict relief. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. you, 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 is it, is you, the mass of it, or you, you, you spent the, the entire call it? selling us on selling the house. Mm-hmm. You really do want to sell it. And I really don't blame you. I don't hear any reason to keep it. Uh, long term, you want to be a real estate owner. Long term, you want to own your home. Short term, uh, you need to clean up your dead gum mess and put all this hurt and pain and the associated mathematics with the hurt and pain all in the rearview mirror and mm-hmm. be driving off into the sunset into a new wonderful life. And um, that gives you the ability to do that. Yeah, let, let's let's rebuild from a strong a point of strength, not from a point of weakness. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, building your the next chapter of your life. It is a new chapter. It makes a difference. Thanks for the call. Uh, Jennifer's in Sacramento. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? Good. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Um, so our AC conked out recently in the midst of 100-degree weather. And I'm, we're wondering, how do we budget for this while we're trying to pay off all our debt? Okay. Conked out is not a technical term. What happened to it? <laughs> Um, so we found out there was a leak and it's just a really old system. Mm-hmm. So we need to be completely just torn out and put in a new system. So says the guy trying to sell you a new system. Where's the guy that'll patch the <laughs> leak? Cause you're broke. Uh-huh. Hey, let me put this in, in, in words that you can understand. My parents have a 23 year old AC. Now I would never suggest that, but I'm just telling you repairs can be made is all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So cheaper. What? Because you don't have the money is why you're calling, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we have twenty three thousand dollars in savings. Oh, so you can write a check and, and buy heat and air. Well, well, and you I can mean, probably pay off some other debt with that money too, because you didn't need that much in savings to begin with. If you're in baby step two, yeah. I mean, we have, we have like two student loans, a car payment, and a solar payment. So that was another thing. If we were we were thinking we should go snowball with the lowest payment, uh-huh. which would be the student loan, or just tackle the 
the higher monthly payment, which is the car payment. Here's what I would do if I were you. You've got, you said, how much was it? 23000 in savings? Savings, yes. Okay, if I'm you, I'm walking through the baby steps simply. I'm keeping $1,000 aside. That's your starter emergency fund. Okay, that's baby okay. step one. Baby step two, we're doing the debt snowball method. With this method, list them smallest to largest by balance, okay? Not interest. And then you're paying the smallest one first. You can use some of this 23000 to get your AC fixed. And then whatever is mm-hmm. left, throw it at the smallest debt. What's your smallest debt? Uh, 16000 is student loan. Yeah, All right, let's knock them out. You, you can pay that off today and then figure out what, how much you're going to have to spend on the AC. Do mm-hmm. we have to replace it? You need to get some other opinions. Or can it be repaired and last two more years? Because you need two more years to clean up the rest of this mess. Mm-hmm. Or one more year or yeah. whatever it is. And so I'd rather repair it until you're out of debt if that's possible. I couldn't um, understand if her sigh was a sigh of relief or a sigh of frustration or a sigh of irritation. Yeah. Well, you're <laughs> in, you're in a house that's 100 degrees with no air. Yeah. It's, it's irritation, but it's not at us. Um, yeah. So I would repair. I did repair when I was in your situation, a heating and air unit, um, and um, really pitifully repaired it. But mm-hmm. it, it made it through uh, into winter. Mm-hmm. And then we made it into the next summer. And uh, by then, we cleaned up a bunch of the mess, and we were able to pay cash to put a new heat and air unit in. Um, and so the problem is you cannot allow yourself to live from crisis to crisis. You have to live from plan to plan. And so let's set aside a little bit of money and fix the heat and air or replace it, and let's use the rest of the 23000 except for $1,000, pay off your student loan today, and then start paying on the other things very aggressively. Mm-hmm. Get on a budget on every dollar, the app. It's the world's best budgeting tool. It's called mm-hmm. Every Dollar. You can get it for free. Get on that. And she's and, probably going to find what 9%, 9% is what the average person finds in their income extra. Yeah. When you start doing a budget, you get a 9% raise. Yep. Which, oddly enough, is very similar to the inflation rate under Biden. Hey, okay. There it's almost like there's no excuses now. I love yeah. that. So you get on a budget and you make every dollar behave. You quit eating out. You quit going on vacation and you get your dadgum mess cleaned up. Mm-hmm. So that next time a little three thousand dollar thing happens, it does. It's not the end of the world for you. That's right. And, and let's get this mess cleaned up. Get hey, this car paid off. Use my promo code when you do it. Go to everydollar.com/jade and get fifteen dollars off. Ooh, there you go. See, I don't. I still don't have a slash, Dave. <laughs> you got to know how to pull the strings, Dave. Slash Jade. Every dollar slash Jade. That's right. Hmm. This is the Ramsey Show. Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.